I'm very excited to share this recording with you guys, which happened at our conference, sasopen.com, with over 100 speakers, all founders of B2B SaaS companies. We have a very high bar for what speakers share on stage, so you're going to enjoy this episode where we dive deep into revenue graphs, real tactics, and real growth metrics. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Great. Uh, So, Mesh, uh, just a little bit about Mesh before we begin. Uh, We're on a mission to automate and reduce the friction of corporate spend management. So we want to allow finance organizations to control the spend and boost their productivity. Um, Oh. Do you have your player here? Oh, no. You just hit this little thing right there. Great. Okay. Um, so we help some of the world's largest global companies control their spend. Um, so as you're well aware, the current macroeconomic environment has really forced finance teams to, uh, to really focus on reducing costs and becoming more agile, right? So less time spent on the manual arduous uh, month-end close processes and more time spent on uh, creating higher value reporting, KPIs, and metrics. You hear a lot about doing more with less, but it's really about doing more uh, with less manual work, right? So automation. Um, And so to begin, I wanted to poll the audience. Uh, (laughs) How many people spend more than, or less than 10 days on their month-end close process? Okay. Uh, less than 20? Does anybody know? <laughs> uh, and more than 20. So typically companies spend you know, between 10 to 20 days on their month-end close process. And I had a great uh, mentor early in my career who uh, encouraged me to automate as much as I could so that I could spend my time really focused on creating uh, dashboards, KPIs, metrics, pricing analysis, modeling different areas of the business and really adding value to the executive team and the strategy, um, helping with the strategy of the company. So that's my goal today is to encourage uh, you to go back to your finance teams and and think about how you can automate. Um, So why does it take so long to close month end? Well, it's because of these productivity killers, right? It's these manual processes that are repetitive, redundant. It's pulling data from different sources. I was speaking to someone earlier about, you know, you have to pull data from uh, the production team or operations, right, in order to bill your customers. You have to pull data from the CRM system to calculate commissions for the month. And so finding all these uh, different data sources, uh, sometimes you have to wait for a vendor to send you invoices and then manually entering that into your accounting system. It really slows down the process. Um, So data silos, unstructured data can take your team a long time. Uh, during month end. And then of course my least favorite is chasing down receipts, right? We all 
hate to be the person who has to nag uh, you know, the sales team to submit their expense reports. Um, and so automating as much as that, creating um, a process which reduces the friction within the overall organization is really critical. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was talking to Ray earlier, so many companies have been started and successful in helping the R&D teams or the sales and marketing teams. And it's just recently that we're really starting to talk about the CFO tech stack, uh, which is great. As a CFO, I love it. I'm so happy to hear about all these companies that, are, um, that have um, been founded and created to help uh, the finance organization. So how do you make this decision about um, uh, automating? Where do you begin? I think it's really important to take a look at your current processes, right? Map out what, where your team is spending their time. What are those different data sources that they, uh, they need? And where are those, um, the biggest uh, holdups during the month end process? What's taking the most time? And then really define what's the strategy? What are the goals that you are trying to accomplish? Obviously you want to automate, um, but maybe there's some reporting that you need um, to help the business, right? Really thinking through that end uh, goal. Um, and then going through all the different um, uh, processes where you can reduce those inefficiencies. I'd, I suggest starting really simple, right? Uh, once you start implementing a solution um, that takes up a lot of time, once you get that in place, it frees you up the next month to work on something else and you gain a lot uh, more time uh, for your team and it kind of uh, continues from there. Um, I, I suggest looking at all the different solutions out there when you're looking to solve your AR problems, for example. Um, make sure that they can connect to your existing systems. Make sure that um, your ERP and that AR system can connect. It also works with your uh, operations team, right? So you're solving the problems, uh, not just for your short-term, but for long-term growth as well. I wanted to give a, an example of uh, what I did at my prior company. We had uh, a very manual billing process. We needed to pull data, literally copy and paste data from our production site into an Excel spreadsheet, do manipulations, calculations in that Excel spreadsheet, then uh, key it into our accounting system. And that was our month end close process. And every month the CEO would be like on top of my, you know, in my office asking me, what's our revenue for the month, right? I couldn't give him that answer until five, 10 days later, right? Until we did that whole process. Um, so what I did is I first, I, I made sure we had buy-in from the R&D team. I stole a de development resource. We created a data warehouse to automatically, the first of the month, have all that data at our fingertips. We connected our uh, ERP system, uh, so we were able to see pricing. Um, and then we connected it to Power BI. So we could see in Power BI on the first of the month what our revenue was for that month. And even better, we started uh, to be able to see month to date. So during the month, we could forecast what our current revenue that we've generated was for that month, and we connected our CRM and our pipeline data. So we could see for that month, we could forecast with really uh, high accuracy how the month was gonna end up. So he no longer had to wait until the 10th of the month. He knew the revenue for that month by the end of the month. So just an example of things um, that you, the finance team can do to help automate and reduce uh, the time it takes to close. Uh, I really like this chart. Um, 
because it shows the time that most uh, finance teams spends are really on low value tasks. Um, and the high value tasks, they don't get to spend a lot of time on. And so I would like to see this look more like a funnel, right? So that the bottom, it's the smallest uh, part of that uh, funnel and you're not spending as much time on the transactions, right? That's chasing receipts, that's pulling data from different sources, but really the team is spending the most time on the strategic finance. That's creating the reports, that's doing pricing, looking at different products um, and helping the product team decide, okay, let's prioritize this on the roadmap because we can generate this much revenue or profitability, right? These are all the things that um, is important to the company, but also important for retention. It's a highly competitive market out there and finance talent is really hard to find. Your finance team wants to spend more time on the strategic items, right? They don't want to spend time doing data entry, although maybe there's someone out there who loves data entry. <laughs> I think it's few and far between. Um, and so it's also a retention tool. It's a way to get your finance team excited and feeling like a part of the strategy, a part of um, improving and accelerating uh, the company's growth. So great news, as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of companies focused on the CFO tech stack. And so I highly encourage you to go through this process and look at all the amazing vendors that are out there. Um, again, when you're making this, these decisions, look, make sure that they integrate with your existing or future uh, systems. Um, but there's something for every part of your finance organization, right? Payroll, uh, budgeting, forecast, benchmarking, what we do, corporate spend management at Mesh, um, equity management. So there's so many amazing uh, companies out there. I highly recommend taking a look, seeing what will work for your team, um, and, and implementing. Uh, a more efficient process. Um, so to close, right, automation can help uh, alleviate a lot of those pr productivity uh, killers and really improve um, how your finance organization works with the rest of the organization, with the R&D, with the sales, really becoming a partner instead of just spending most of their time working a month end. Any questions? Yes. So, do you want to go first? Okay. So, there's a lot of systems building that's required to wire up the different pieces of the tech stack and modernize your, yep. your structure. What do you think the ideal um, skill set is for a finance professional making, um, wanting to make these changes? Or is this really always a collaboration that requires engineering resources to be involved? What's the realistic expectation yeah. there? Yeah, I think um, the great news is, you know, the, the, the finance um, team that is graduating, that's right out of college, they're already very tech savvy, right? They've grown up most of their lives uh, with technology. And so I do think there's a lot of uh, amazing talent out there that can help move a lot of this stuff. There will be some, in most cases, right, every company is different. But in most cases, you will need to partner with your R&D. Um, hopefully, the company has already thought through, but we know a lot of companies you know, uh, are running so quickly, they don't th think through some of these processes and how it impacts the finance organization. But yes, you will need to partner with R&D, sometimes with the BI team, um, to get some of this data point. But again, I think it's easy to make that pitch to the executive leadership team, right? It's really 
uh, easy to, to agree to, I know R&D resources are, are, very, <laughs> are very expensive and, and hard to come by, uh, but when you see the outcome and when you see the output and how much more visibility the team has to their data and how the business is doing, I think it's easier to make that case. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely further along in the company's life cycle than I had hoped, right? It, it, it definitely um, it, it took some convincing, but there were things that I could do in the meantime, right? And you know, that I think was a very unique situation. Uh, again, like I said, every company is different. Um, but now with all the different BI tools, a lot of this the finance team can do on their own. So a lot of this like connecting your ERP to Power BI, for example, um, NetSuite to Power BI, some of these things, um, using Power Pivot, I know there are a lot of tools out there, implementing a, a vendor that um, connects to your ERP, right? Those things don't necessarily require a development resource and you can do right away. Um, and so I, I think you have to, include that as part of your evaluation process, right? How much uh, resources do we need? What's that implementation look like? How long will it take? How much will it cost? Those are all uh, data points that you want to use to build out uh, your, your plan of, of automation. Anyone else? Anna, how can people reach out to you and follow up with you if they'd like? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to our website, uh, meshpayments.com. You can email me directly, anna.king at meshpayments. I'm happy to speak with anyone about uh, what we do at Mesh and how I've automated uh, in the past. Okay, thank you so much. Thank I you. Really appreciate it.